Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Hi everyone, welcome to the Dogcast, Greyhound Racing SA's podcast for the South Australian Greyhound Racing industry. I'm Diane Demanovic and I'm your host for today. And as usual, I'm joined in the studio by GRSA's Racing Manager, Mr. Sean Matheson and Radio TAB Race Caller, Tim Edwards. Welcome. Hello, Di. Great to be here. And Tim, what a great week it's been in Greyhound Racing in SA. Yeah, hi, Di. And uh, good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, massive week in uh, Greyhound Racing in South Australia. Can't wait to talk about it. Coming up in today's Dogcast, we will review the big one, last Friday night's Ubet Adelaide Cup. We'll preview the top runners in the Strath Cup and we'll also have a chat with trainer and committee member Ryan Tugwell about the Strath Cup on Sunday. The Week in Review. Week in Review brought to you by Chase's Restaurants All You Can Eat Buffet. Only $30 every Thursday night at Ankle Park. Only at the Dogs. Sean, Tim, Adelaide Cup last Friday night. It was such a great night, wasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, to see that many people uh, on course, the weather was beautiful, uh, plenty of kids running around, the racing was fantastic and again it was the pinnacle of our, our racing for the whole year and I think the marketing and hospitality on the night was fantastic. I might touch on that a little bit later but Tim, the, the racing on the track was hot and we saw um, you know, maybe another a champion from the Thompson Kennel get the money in the big one. Yeah, we certainly did, Sean. Uh, Adelaide Cup night last Friday night. There were some wonderful uh, support races around the Adelaide Cup as well, but just on the big race itself, uh, look, calling the event, um, you know, as a race caller, you sort of go in with, you don't want to go in thinking what's going to happen, but uh, I think in the back of my mind, I sort of certainly had Fabwick or uh, or Honcho Manelli in the top two fighting the finish out, but uh, had to sort of change my style down the back because when Real Simple found the lead and Fabwick was uh, crowded up early, well, the race changed completely and then for a fleeting moment on the home corner, I, I felt that Bogey Bullet had some chance of running down Real Simple, and I'm thinking, wow, what a story this would be if Bogey Bullet was happened to uh, to defeat Real Simple. But what a great finish it was in the end. Oh, absolutely. Um, Bogey Bullet, uh, I think it was, it was its fifth second placing in a row, yeah. but a, a Group 1 uh, second placing, fantastic effort by the Rawlings team for Bogey mm. Bullet. Um, obviously, Real Simple, the Thompsons, was the only interstate dog in the race. We spoke over the last couple of weeks about a fit-for-purpose dog, and he's clearly that dog who's got high speed early, mm. was able to lead, ran 29.69, was always going to be hard to beat. I align, align him a little bit to whip his image, yep. um, which we saw win the Adelaide Cup uh, about 10 years ago for mm. the Thompsons. Again, new dog into their kennel at that time, similar with Real Simple, and then it progressed to be a really, really good dog for them. So I can definitely see Real Simple going on and being, you know, racing mm. on the on the group uh, level, but our local dogs were fantastic in the race, as we spoke about, Bogey Bullet and Honcho. He got going late out wide yeah. and, and charged home to run another fantastic third. Yeah, he, he came from a mile back. I, I said in the call down the back, I, I don't think he could win from where he was positioned, but he flashed home to run third, as we know he can. A um, couple of greyhounds we spoke about last week, Fabwick. Uh, she drew box one, the favourite. She was crowded early, and you could tell about you know 20 or 30 metres into the race that she wasn't going to win. I think the disappointing runs probably come from Alpha Rayon, who I expected to run better than what he did. He didn't jump. He, he never really looked a winning chance. Neither did Spring Bridge, who uh, is running in the Strathalban heats today for the Cup. But uh, I think Fabwick probably had some excuses because she was crowded. The likes of Alpha Rayon and Spring Bridge, they just didn't fire on the night. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, they've had um, long campaigns, some of these dogs. Um, Spring Bridge has found some trouble in races. Uh, Alpha Rayon, 
a bit like you. I thought he was right in it. He'd landed in front of Honcho Manelli, so yeah. I thought he was sort of entitled to run on. But he's done really well for the Rawlings team to make a Group 1 final. Fabwick with Larrick and Lockie probably didn't help Larrick and Lockie drawing right next to Fabwick um, and sort of, you say, 20 metres after the start. Her chances were pretty much set in stone there. She got to got to third, and um, but she was never really going to catch the first two. Um, so, yeah, it was a really a really exciting race. Um, what Was it an exciting race to call, Tim, for you? <clears throat> well, Sean, it was a bit different because, as I said, it was, I sort of went into the race thinking that Fabwick or Honcho Manelli would be right up there. And, and when Real Simple found the lead down the back, I sort of felt to myself they weren't going to beat him because he's he had a break on some others that weren't probably strong enough to run him down. So it was a different Adelaide Cup call for me compared to when Fernando Bale won because, mm. obviously, expectation was he would win. And once Real Simple led down the back, it sort of was like, well, who's going to run him down? But there wasn't anything close enough to do do that. So, um, great effort by Shona Thompson. The mm. Thompsons have won four Adelaide Cups now, so we touched on that. But the dog will keep improving, and, and at his second run at Angle Park, he certainly did improve again. So, he was brilliant. Bogey Bullet was excellent, and Honcho Manelli, as we know he does, rattled home. The Premier's Cup was on the night as well, Sean. That was a terrific race. I reckon one of the best staying races we've seen in a while there at Angle Park. Jeebus Bird got the result for the Rasmussens. He ran 43-63. Um, all the money was for Canley Jet. He got mm. poleaxed early. He ran off the track, and you can forget he went around. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, our stayers at the moment are as strong as they've been, a very consistent, strong level, and all the Greyhounds who performed in the Premier's Cup all deserved their spot and ran really well. There's only like seven lengths between the lot of them. Uh, as you spoke on Jeebus Bird, Springvale Cook surprisingly led for most of yeah. the way and then kept coming at the end. So And on fire, it was good to see on fire hit a little bit more form come, um, coming off a bit of a break. Um, mm. So we'd love to see um, him firing um, in SA. And I think there's still exciting times. There's still a lot of good races coming up. And so hopefully with the stayers, we'll see um, them continue to progress. But maybe, you know, go into state and take on some of the big boys into state. Yeah, definitely. So when Kenley Jet is one of those dogs that we need to follow. Because as I said, he had zero luck. The Country Cup was won by Rico Riquetta. She's going great guns for Troy Murray. She was able to hold off the late surging of uh, Farman. Um, she ran 30.05. I thought at the top of the straight, Farman was going to... To get her, but a credit to her and Troy Murray. She's going really well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, she loves the rails, and she she proved it again. Going really well. Representing Gawler, she qualified through the Gawler series. Uh, Farman, who ran second through Strathalban, Destiny Rocket through Strathalban. Uh, great concept, the Country Cup. Gives those dogs just um, below the absolute uh, top level in yep. SA the opportunity to qualify through the country and get into a really fantastic race on the night. And there was great support um, for the race, um, and it was great to see plenty of people from the country on the Adelaide Cup. Yeah, the Adelaide Cup consolation also went the way of Smart Knocker. He's a real up-and-coming dog, trained by Tracy Price in Mount Gambier. He held off the late surge of nation who got a long way out of its ground, as we know he can. Uh, he, to me, Nation just looks like a, an out-and-out 600-metre dog. He, he, I think every time they'll put him around over 600, he'll win. So um, smart knocker, brilliant effort by Tracy Price. 29.77. If you can uh, compare his time to Real Simple, he ran the Cup 29.69. There wasn't a great deal difference. So I actually think if smart knocker got in the Cup, he might have won it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Tracy Price done a great job. It'll be really interesting to see where he goes with smart knocker. He did speak about... Uh, a few months ago, he was a derby dog. He's progressed through the Cup Series, won the Constellation of the Cup. So he's a real progressive type. 
So it'll be really interesting to see where he goes with this uh, greyhound again. You could see him jump across the border. He's not that far away from the border at Mount Gambier. Uh, but definitely like, love to see Tracy um, racing in the city a little bit more. He's got Raccoon as well. Yes. He's been campaigning that dog. So he's got a nice kennel around him, Tracy. No doubt he might even head towards the Gawler Cup next month. Just before we close on the Week in Review, Sean, uh, crowd numbers up on Adelaide Cup night. Certainly looking out of the box on Friday night. It was a big crowd, much bigger, I thought, than last year. Yeah, we've done some tentative numbers around that, and it looks like we've got more than 1,300 people through the gates, which was definitely up by around 100, 150 on last year, which is a fantastic effort. There was almost double the amount of kids we had last year. Yeah. And a really interesting point around the wagering side of stuff, with a lot of the big guns interstate, um, our race... Uh, was extremely well supported and all the supporting uh, program was well supported. So a wagering will be up significantly on last year. Mm. Last year's cup race featured one of the best final fields we've ever seen with the likes of Roarability, Strike Alight, Wormburner, Bewildering, Aston DB, just to na- yeah. name a few. Um, and this year the race may not have reached those heights, but the wagering uh, on face value was better on course was better, bookmakers' turnover was better, and we had a bigger crowd. So, I mean, everything points that it was a, a strong success, even without the big names here. Yeah, certainly so. Uh, GRSA doing a great job with the Adelaide Cup last week on Friday night. That's the Week in Review. The Preview. The Preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips. Twitter feed, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. Yeah, we've got a big week of racing coming up this week. Angle Park Thursday night. Uh, nominations still not finalised for that meeting just as yet, but we have got a good day of racing tomorrow at Angle Park. Sean, we've got two heats of the Classic Prelude. Uh, really good races. They're only small fields, but some elite fields there. Time's right, and heat number two is flying at the moment for Cameron Butcher. And heat number one, you've got the likes of Victor Caleb, who's going great guns as well. Yeah, I mean, all these dogs are leading into the Group 3 final coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Unfortunately, only two heats of five dogs, but there is some high quality in there. And um, in looking at them, as you said, Times Right's got a string of wins to his name. And Cameron Butcher sort of dropped out of the limelight a little bit with mm. his dogs, with the with Wormburner and, and the likes not being there. But Times Right could be the next dog for him, progressive. Yeah. Um, and also... Um, we've got uh, play that song in the other heat with Victor Caleb, as you mentioned, who's mm. been going great for Mick Giniota. So these dogs are heading towards a final in a couple of weeks' time. That'll be 25000 to the winner. Yep, good prize money there. My tip for the day on Wednesday, race two, number eight, Pawsome Nelly. I made her the best. Uh, she steps out over the 600. She certainly looks like a dog that'll be suited. What do you like, Sean, on Wednesday? Well, I'm going to go to the last and race 12, number one, Keandra for Karen Widolts. I reckon out of the red, the kennel's going really well. So I reckon race 12, number one, Keandra will be my best. Alright, that's Wednesday. As I said, we haven't got final fields for Thursday yet. Sunday is a big day at Strathalban. We mentioned it earlier. It's Cup Day on Sunday. The heats are being run today. Uh, look, it's going to be a sad but exciting day on Sunday. A big crowd expected there at Strathalban, the Southern Raceway on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. Um, and of course, uh, weather's looking good. We're looking around 23 degrees on Sunday, so no real reason for people to stay at home. Get out to Strathalban and support it. No, absolutely. I would encourage everyone to get there for the last meeting. Strathalban was one of the inaugural tracks in South Australia. I think Wyala was first um, in the late 60s, early 70s. Strathalban came on around 71, 72, and then Angle Park came on straight after that. So it's been around for an awful long time. Um, 
But, yeah, it's going to be uh, exciting times heading towards Murray Bridge. Interestingly, uh, there will be the, the Cup final, will, um, no doubt, will be a, a fantastic race. And the likes of Troy Murray, Ben Rawlings, uh, bigger kennels are all there. So, no doubt, there'll be uh, an exciting final and there'll be a great supporting card. Should be 11 races on the program. So, it's going to be a really great uh, day and night to get down to Strathalbyn and enjoy the the last ever race meeting there. Yeah, last ever race meeting. Normal start times around the four thirty five o'clock mark. So certainly get along, support Strathalbyn on Sunday. If we're having a market, Sean, my market's on that Ryan Tugwell will be the last person to leave Strathalbyn. <laughs> Don't know what sort of shape he'll be in, but he'll certainly be the last person to leave. Uh, he'll be. I'm uh, no doubt he will. But he's a great supporter of the club, so we wish them every success. And just quickly. Uh, Tim, just in relation to our uh, Greyhound tipping uh, site, SA Greyhound Tips, our man Todd Gray is back in action. He's been uh, back from overseas, yep, uh, close to three months away, and, and uh, everyone's very excited to have him back. We do appreciate the efforts of Mr. X, who who kept the Twitter site going for us. Mm. So GRSA is very uh, su- um, appreciative of that. But it's fantastic to have Todd, and just his energy and his approach to greyhound racing is infectious. So uh, uh, hopefully there's plenty of winners along the way on that site. Yep, certainly great to have Todd back, uh, and uh, we'll look forward to his tips in the coming weeks. That was the preview for this week. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA foster care program. (laughs) Not kids. That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Interview Today's interview is with trainer and Strathalbyn committee member Ryan Tugwell, ahead of the last Strathalbyn meeting coming up this Sunday. We want to thank Ryan for joining us. He's at Strathalbyn at the moment uh, with a big day ahead with the cup heats. And Ryan, what's it looking like at Strathalbyn for the day? Yeah, a little bit overcast and a bit blowy here today, but um, yeah, like I said, a bit better than yesterday, which is uh, a good thing. It was a shocking day for yesterday, so... Ryan, welcome to the Dogcast, mate. Um, obviously, it's a big week uh, in Strathalbyn. You live uh, not far from Strathalbyn. We'll touch on your uh, on your premises up there shortly. But um, you've been a committee member at Strathalbyn for a long time now. And as a race caller going up there, it's one of those clubs looking in that uh, it looks a very helpful club. Looks like it's a real team effort. We often see yourself jump in behind the bar or the canteen to help out and um, a lot of people helping up up there, Tony Hendrickson and, and Yvonne King. It's it's a real friendly place. You're there, rain, hail or shine. It, it must mean a little bit to you, Strathalbyn, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a bit of a uh, bit of a dull feeling, I think, in this week leading up. It's sort of it's uh, was coming along, and and it's just sort of come up a little bit quick when we finally found the got told the last dates from um, GRSA. It sort of sort of hit home a little bit, but. You know, it's, um, yeah, we've, you know, just touching on the committee there, we've we've had a relatively small committee here for a few years and we've all been hands-on and, yeah, we've uh, bonded a, a good friendship and um, with, with everyone pretty much. So, it's um, yeah, it's a sad time, but, yeah, good uh, good opportunities moving forward. How long have you been on the committee for, Ryan, and uh, and what uh, drew you to the Strathalbyn Greyhound Club in the beginning? Oh, I've probably been involved for... Five or six years, I guess, um, which is probably not that long compared to some of the people that have been here. But um, on the current committee, but 
um, I guess, you know, just being a, uh, just uh, always like to help out where I can, and yeah, it's been um, been relatively full on with a with a small committee for a few years now, just trying to run trials and, as you say, jump in and help out in the canine and run the jackpot draws and everything like that. So yeah, we just we work together well as a team, and um, yeah, we'll stick together. We'll we'll move on some some form up to the to the new track there, and to to what uh, degree we're not sure yet, but. Um, yeah, we'll be there as a, as a committee, that's for sure. Yeah, you won the last ever jackpot draw up there as well, I, I think. Um, that was the last meeting I called. You got the money, didn't you? Yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was tooting, who knows. But, um, mm. yeah, so there was a bit of a uh, bit of a curse going around. A few favourite, few of the favourite dogs have uh, drawn it in the past and had no luck in running, but, yeah, we were lucky enough to jump with the front and get the job done. So. Yeah, you, cer- you certainly were. Um, yourself and Lauren, your partner, Lauren Harris, um, you've, you've been yeah. involved in greyhound racing for a while now. And, look, uh, I remember going back two or three years ago, your, your team was, was fairly big, but it's growing all the time. You've just invested in a property uh, near Strathalbyn. Tell us about that investment and, and tell us about how many greyhounds you're actually training at the moment because it seems like you've got plenty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I bought a joint at Finnis, uh, which is yeah, about 12 minutes down the road from Strathy. Um, so we've got 10 acres there, which keeps us pretty busy. Um, we uh, we probably doubled our numbers when we moved there as such. Um, we sort of, like most people, you know, we, over the last 18 months, we were, um, we've been, you know, affected by the shortage of dogs coming from interstate, like most trainers, um, due to the ban and whatnot, over in New South Wales, but you know, I think uh, we're at that point now where there's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of well, the the uh, owners that we've we've got a couple of good owners and um, you know they invest heavily. We've just started breeding ourselves, and I think moving forward we're in a position now where the yeah the kennels are full. So we've got um, there's 24 race kennels there. Uh, we're licensed to have up to 40, but yeah we haven't got that there at the moment. But you know we've got a, so we've got probably 24 race kennels, and um, most of them are racing at the moment. Um, there's a bit of a mix there, a few of the older ones and some nice young ones coming through. Um, just got a, got five, um, what are they, five, five or six month old pups sitting there. Yep. Kinlock Bay Nitnoy pups. So, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing them go through. And we've got another litter due in a couple of weeks, Whispering Soul. We've gone to Spring Gun. So, yeah, right. Time's ahead. Yeah, we'll touch on the owners shortly, uh, Ryan, but I wanted to touch on the, the training side of things. Um, yourself and Lauren, obviously, you, yeah, you, you do it together. Um, what, what does it involve? You know, obviously getting up in the mornings and taking the dogs for walks and training them up there on your property, it, it would be a, a full-time job, basically, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, like most trainers would tell you, you don't get a lot of spare time to do much, but um, no, look, we're up and about, you know, outside by... By seven most mornings, sometimes earlier. Just depends <laughs> yeah. what time Angle Park finishes on a Thursday. It can get a little bit, uh, well, the end of the week, a little bit tiring. But um, yeah, we just uh, yeah got a bit of a routine in place. I sort of take care of emptying most of the dogs while Lauren's doing the, the breakfast and all those types of things. As far as working the dogs, we've got working runs at home that we uh, that we use to uh, to keep them uh, well to work them up to fitness and then just to keep them happy basically in between racing um so yeah we try and you know obviously do a lot from home and then you know we've uh trial between well, obviously had been Strathalbyn and, mm. and angle park um but we'll now be yeah obviously murray bridge moving forward and, and angle park obviously so yeah um, but yeah there's a fair bit involved but once you get a sort of a 
system in place like most of them. It's, uh, I guess when you do it as a partnership, it's a little bit easier to do it on your own, that's for sure. And uh, Lauren learned her craft from uh, her master, Kathy, her mum, and uh, she's been a great help, no doubt, with the team up there as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, Kathy's always, uh, always there to help catch, and she looks after a few of the, the tired ones and, and whatnot once they've, um, you know, waiting for gap and things like that. So she's been a really, really big help to us. So, um, yeah, she's... Uh, yeah, she certainly is. And you touched before on owners, uh, Ryan. You've obviously got quite a few owners involved. Syndication's a big part of Greyhound Racing in South Australia. It's a great, fun way to be involved in Greyhound Racing. Yeah. And obviously, we'll talk about that over the coming dog cast over the few weeks. But obviously, you've got a lot of owners, and uh, it's something that your owners um, get really excited about, isn't it? Syndication. Yeah, yeah. Just probably more recently than... Uh, we've we've had um, one of Lauren's relatives contacted us a few months back and said he had ten blokes that wanted to to buy a dog and you know I just sort of I guess I was able to school them in a way that I've sort of been there and done it and rather than just buy the first dog we just had to wait for the right ones to come along and you know the money sat there there I told them to get a, a pool of money together they rang me and said it was there and you know we just uh, through contacts interstate. And uh, what we thought was the right fit, they actually got two. We did a package deal, and I got two, and yeah, they've had a bit of fun with both of them. So yeah, it seems the way of the future. It seems the way of the future, Ron. That you don't have to spend a lot of money yeah. to to have a bit of fun. That's right. Yeah, you know, it's if you sort of um, you know dividing it by ten or so people, like the outlay is not huge, and mm. depending on what sort of training deals you. Your trainers do with you, it can work out, you know, you can have a little bit of fun, that's for sure. Yeah, and we've, we've heard some great stories about syndications in the past uh, in Greyhound Racing. We'll talk about them in the coming weeks. But like, look, Ryan, we really wanted to get you on the show because, as I said, you've been part of Strathalbyn for a long time. Uh, you're always there, rain, hail or shine, and and hopefully you can win the uh, the Strathalbyn Cup. What's your best chance of getting into the cup field on Sunday? Oh, it's a million-dollar question. They're, they're pretty hard heats. Um Obviously, we've got a few runners in there. Um, it's probably a case of um, a lot of the dogs that are, might be slightly out of form really like the track, so it's really hard to say how they're going to go. There's Come on, give us something. Good form as well. So, oh look, um, I guess uh, I'm just reading through the fields here. Um, I guess. Um, what about Brick Lane? Yeah, well, he's an interesting runner. I mean, he. he, he Sent him to Melbourne and Ben and Lynn, Ben Divigilio and Lynn Smith did a really good job with him. He was just trolling the house down, but just uh, as he uh, was like early on before he went over there, just likes to get it his own way out in front. He might jump today. Um, Farman will give him a good card into the race. He'll want to get to the fence. So he's at odds. Um, Max Jake from the Red, he should run a, uh, an interesting race. I hope Shay's Magic goes all right. Um, but, yeah, tough races. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, you've got some great chances there anyway, Ron. And uh, no doubt, hopefully you can get one in the final. Yeah, hopefully. We've been for a few years. I think we've made the final sort of three out of the last four years or something like that. And um, haven't been able to get there. But, yeah, it'd be really nice to be a bit fitting to hopefully uh, make the final next week. And we can have one or two in. We'd be wrapped. And yeah, if we can get the job done, it'd be even better. All right. Well, best of luck there on Sunday, Ryan. Thanks for joining us uh, on the Dogcast. And, uh, well, look forward to seeing what unfolds this week at Strathalbyn. Yeah, thanks, guys. No worries. The Flashback. 
Well, today, Tim, we go back to just last year and relive Spring Bloom's huge win in the 2017 Strathalbyn Cup final. Spring Bloom's aiming for back-to-back wins, and if she progresses, she'll have that chance this Sunday. The call is one of the more memorable calls from our announcer, Jimmy Jakes, so let's have a listen. Cup. The green light goes on. There's no more bets. Thank you. We're set to go. Favourite pouring in the boxes like he did last week. Barton Bowden. He began pretty good. He's hunting up on the inside of Spring Bloom. Good dash out wide. Trying to go with him was Molly B. Nimble, but the favourite got clear. Out in front, Barton Bowden. Molly B. Nimble in second placing. Rockaway third. Running on Spring Bloom down the outside. Then Dinah Kitaro. Then in turn behind those. The others are battling away. Rock the Bellevue's well back. Right out of it was Jay Zayson at the tail end of the field was Venetian Mask. In front Barton Bale, Spring Bloom's coming though, Spring Bloom goes to Barton Bale, he kicks back, head to head, they go, oh, head bobber, not sure, Spring Bloom or Barton Bale, Dinah Kitaro there in third placing, fourth either Rock Away or Rock the Bellevue, Molly B. Nimble pulled up quickly, Jay's ace was there near the tailenders as well, it's a ding dong go, a head bobber here, it's up to the judge. Yeah, Spring Bloom got the result there, Sean. Great call by Jimmy Jakes, who uh, is our main man for harness racing, but certainly jumps in and calls a few greyhound meetings as well. Uh, look, Spring Bloom, I was down at Narracourt that day. I was calling the gallops down there. I remember watching the race on the way home, and uh, and Spring Bloom, she, you knew she was going to finish hard. All the rap that day was on Barton Bale because he had been flying. It had been very hard. I think he drew the red that day yep. from memory, and the Rasmussens were keen on his chances, but Spring Bloom, we know how strong she can be, and she got over the top just to nail him right on the line. Yeah, she was a fantastic run. Great effort by Greg Board. And again, he'll be looking to back that up this year. And it would be nice if Jimmy gave it a little bit, you know, every now and again. Yeah, well, he did. He got right into that final. And, of course, Brendan Yates will be calling the action this Sunday at Strathalbyn for the 2018 edition. But uh, that was the 2017 edition won by Spring Bloom. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Dogcast. Hopefully we'll see you all out at Strath on Sunday. Thanks to my co-hosts, Sean and Tim. We hope you have enjoyed the show.